Are we live? Oh my we, goodness. Okay. So here we go. So we are getting ready to do, and everyone thinks that this is it, but it's not it. This is just, hi everybody. It's Maya from the Lab Factory. Hold on. Let me take off my glasses because I'm trying to look into a miniature computer. Let me take off my mask because I'm trying to be health conscious. <laughs> you know what? It's killing me about the mask. Um, my problem with my mask is that, is that to remember the mask, I forget everything else, or else I don't remember the mask. So I can have 50 things going out the door. Is there anybody else that does this? 50 oh. things going out the door. And then as soon as I'm like, wait, the mask, I put the mask <laughs> on and all 50 things are left at the door. So that's the only way I'm able to uh, actually survive these days, which is driving me crazy. The other thing that I have um, going on is um, I will leave without the mask. And then I'm finding inventive ways to not have to go back and get the mask. Anyone, anyone <laughs> yes. else dealing with this? Yes. I had to go into a restaurant. I had to take off a t-shirt where there was no place to change. I had to strip into a t-shirt to put on a sweatshirt, to take a t-shirt, to wrap it around my face. And Heather's like, just, just put the sweatshirt around your face. I'm like, listen, if I put the sweatshirt around my face, then I really look like a nut. Cause everybody will know it's a sweatshirt and it's not really a mask. Then it's like, what kind of disrespectful, shameless hussy. And that's what's the funny thing is. <laughs> Because in, in LA, they do not believe in slut shaming at all. In LA, there is no such thing as, I'm going to slut shame and you're the hoe and this and that. This, you know, this is the town where like, you're actually got more honor for being a hoe because like, look, she's working, trying to get something. Like, but I've been sweating over a piano for 30 years, like nothing. But like, like literally the primping and the waxing and women out here are actually risking Corona to get their eyelashes done and their eyebrows done. Like we got like, we're like the number one, and then you go in the bank and the bank, okay? This is so not the rest of the country. You go in the bank, not like you go into like the club, you go into a bank and these the women behind the bank thing, the bank tellers with their eyelashes and their eyebrows have gotta be perfect. You're like, you're a bank teller. Does anyone even look at you? Do you know what I'm saying? You slide the money under the thing, you count your numbers. I couldn't even tell you if it was a guy or a girl bank teller that I actually spoke to, let alone did her eyebrows or eyelashes get done. But then again, I'm also living in West Hollywood, so maybe that's- a different ball game out there, it's right? It's a different ball game. So anyway, yeah. yeah, so then, so like, there's nothing that is every, any, anything goes in Hollywood and now, except for because everyone's like vegans and they're all into their health thing, they're so health conscious, that you can go out and, and have slept with 50 people and they'll be like, that's normal. But if you go out without a mask, you are you the scarlet letter, <laughs> shame, just disgusting, how dare you. And then it's a weird feeling because you're shifting. Aren't we shifting now with what the rules are? Well, because I mean, here people will cross the street automatically and they'll go look at you like, what's wrong with you? Well, it's New York, what so that makes, going, that what, makes what sense. Your, what is your problem? Like, why are, you, why are you walking without a mask? But didn't you kind of feel like, and I was talking to a couple of my white friends, like, I feel like it's wrong. I feel like I'm shunning someone if I put the mask when I see someone. I'm like, yeah, I know, because, please. Because, <laughs> yeah. because you see a black person come down the street and all of a sudden you're like, oh, mask time. So like, <laughs> or, you know, and then black folks do that too. And like, oh, you know, white folks are dirty. So you're covering your mouth that way. So, you know, it, it becomes this whole other language of if you like me, then you will put a mask on. If you don't like me, Mike, you're sideways. Mike, you're you sideways, buddy. You're sideways. You're sideways. Sideways. How do you guys decide sideways. Side of the world? That is really you, cool. 
You guys are sideways. My guys are sideways. I'm not different. I fit in like a glove. Hold on. You're standing on the wall. Hold on. There you go. But now I'm trying to, I'm trying to. There you go. You'll need a stunt double for that, bro. How did everyone know it was 5.30? Did a message go out and I missed it? Listen, man. The same know, thing ha that Heather goes out. Heather three different things. So she was 7.30, 8.30. She said Come on, it was twice. They sent it twice. Mike, <laughs> wait, wait. Wasn't Mike here when we decided to change the time? He wait, was. You yeah, were but just I part thought, of the whole I, conversation. <laughs> no, you guys. What happened, buddy? I don't know. I it's don't funny. Know. It's funny. I don't know. Exactly. I can tell you for sure that when I was in college and I was um, supposed to be at rehearsal and I didn't want to go, they came right. and they found me in the and they were like, rehearsal is an hour early. And I was like, what if I didn't get the message? And then, like, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying <laughs> happened? Protocol, the style of communication. Is awesome. I don't have to be there. So wait a minute. Everyone knew except me that it was at 5:30. No. Or no. or like 8:30. No, Every, everyone knew when no, you forgot. 5.30 West Coast, 8.30 right, East Coast. Okay. Wait, I sent you that. Yeah. But wait, I, Mike, Mike, you should know because you're like the responsible guy of, you're the one who's got the producer's mind. I think you're the one who changed the time. And then we're like, yeah, it's, it's great. We're like, Mike, do we set up here? No, I don't like the light there. Mike, do you set up this way? Mike, should we change the time? And then Mike, Mike forgets. Is this, is this? No. Comedy brain, I sense. Kind of <laughs> no, not at all. No, Mike, did you? Me. Are you like extra clean shaven today? No, this is just good old Mike. I like Mike the light better to you, on Heather. You look bad. Like, it looks good. I'm today. in the light. Yes. Oh, okay. There is you light. The light there is you light. Are, that's why. You are, you are light. the light. Yes, you are. Shine. Oh, we're live. This is happening right now, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh, yes. Doing this, baby. We live. Wow. Is it, is it live or is it Memorex? So you're, so, you're, so you're new into the into our fold. So how is your day going? Because we haven't had a chance to ask you how your day was going. Mike, that's you. Oh, Mike. me, me. Okay, I thought I was like, is someone here? How is my day going? Well, I washed my hair and then I threw a hat on. So I, I don't want to go into Tony Woods. I got my glasses, uh, <laughs> you know, prescription wrong. But it is. It's it's one of those days. It's like just a, uh, you those know, days. so. Yeah, like it's just been a like a not a lot's happened, even though there's been effort days, you know. So yes. like oh my god, that was day. my day. That was yeah. my whole day. Maybe, maybe it's the stars and the planets and one of those like you know Mercury Mer and retrograde. Every right. day seem like the same day, guys. It's like every day is like no, you know, yeah. no, no. I, yeah. I get like Mike saying it was a whole lot of effort today, but like nothing felt like it came out of that effort. That yes. was my day. That's how I felt. That today. was my day. So much effort and no reward. <laughs> well, Tears. In Tears and tantrums. In today's news, guys, they may pass that stimulus uh, in two months. Is that true in two months? I thought it was going to be. No. They can't pass it in two months. Um, it's what? a joke, Heather. Oh. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's a, not even it's funny because... to joke about. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling it. It's possible. It's because it's possible. You should see my eyes waiting. I'm just sitting waiting for that unemployment check. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I wonder what. Didn't they keep changing it though? What's the oh, they don't are they even doing? back from vacation yet? I mean, no one is like they can't figure. Congress is out. like on vacation. These guys are just. No, they're back because then they cuss out uh, AOC. That guy went up and he cussed her out. Did you see that? He's no. Yeah, Congressman Phobo oh, in oh, right, Florida. Yeah. He went up and called that. her an 
F and B in front of Oh, Kim yes, 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 yes. And then yes. today she got up and she actually addressed it. And she was like, look, I don't, I don't expect for anyone to treat me any special. I'm a New Yorker. I've been through whatever. He said, but their excuse was, well, he's not a mean guy because he has a wife and, a, and, a, and daughters. And she's like, his youngest daughter is two years older than me. So if that's yeah, in right. perspective, like how aggressive they are. So she stood up and I was just kind of, I was really like, it was cool because she was like, little girls are watching, you know, watching me. And this is what they get to see on the news. And her mother got to see it on the news. He like cussed wow. straight up. Wow, this is awful. I mean, and, and if he just gets past, like, it's okay, he made a mistake. It, it just says a lot, you know. About mm -hmm. It does, yeah. I mean, it just adds to the whole fuel of fire. It's just making it worse. But that's what the worst is. We can't even have escapism. Like, I can't even be like, well, I'm going to today put on the news for a minute. Like, you can't, you can't. do that. Today was a mm -hmm. rough day for me, too. Everybody, I just felt like today was like nothing. Nothing got done today. Today has been the longest the longest day of feeling like I, I am immobile in 2000. Like, I'm glad to go come out here to the Laugh Factory because the colors make me smile. You know, I need <laughs> Right. But how are you feeling, Hev? Are you, are you coming out of it? I thought I, oh, well, yeah, I am feeling better now that I'm with all of you guys. Yes. Oh, that's, that's nice. fantastic. Well, this is. is my therapy. Yes. This is my therapy. You guys group. are. I look forward to this. I do too, actually. Yeah. 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 How was your Although, I'm. Go on. Heather. Me? Oh, I was about to say I'm getting distracted by my forehead is like a reflector on this oh, my. thing. I have to figure out how to fix that. <laughs> I have such a large forehead and then with the lights hitting it, it's like a, a giant reflector. Heather, this is what <laughs> I don't I don't see that. You have to have somewhere to go. Well, you can't, you know, brains have to have somewhere to go. Design forward, forward. You know, brain is extra. My frontal lobe is just extra like, large. Make it work on the runway. We need forehead space because there's brains. Because in there. For some of us, not everybody. Like, I want to put my mask on my forehead just to cut it. Okay. <laughs> not everybody has that problem. You have brain. to angle everything. I've been trying to get my. This was yeah, a. I just like do. That's why I keep Heather's Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Heather's like, you're always fixing your hair through the whole show. So like the whole show, I'm like, hmm. I'm like, click. So she fixes her hair and then practices her looks. Her interested look. Her go on, go on. <laughs> continue, continue. Does anyone else have anything else? Where, where, where's, our, where's our guest? Is our guest? Uh, well, guest is uh, seem to have some technical difficulties. Some technical. She can't get in. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, this is so... this is just being comedians. Okay, it's it's always like that's why I said with Mike. There's something called the comic brain. Now Mike has been a producer for a very long time, and then yeah. Mike's turning back into comic brain. And comic brain is was that fine? Not true. My hair is not right. I don't. I just couldn't believe. I was like, okay, because the, the email on Zoom said like eleven thirty Eastern, and I'm like, you guys want to start this on the East Coast at midnight? Okay, Heather, you're miming. You're pulling a. You're pulling a Charlie <laughs> Chaplin. I sent the wrong Zoom out. Okay, I oh, sent so out the I wrong Zoom. I sent out the wrong Mike. time. Producer Maybe Mike, your little effort just of spreading himself throughout the United States Congress and Senate. What was yes. that? What? <laughs> I said, maybe Heather's statement of accountability. She said, I made a mistake. You know, maybe just. Oh, oh maybe yes. Yeah, That's, maybe it's true. I have to appreciate that. I have to appreciate yeah. that. I'll own it. I made the mistake. Yes, but it. I corrected the mistake. I'm so happy that I've just been completely.
validated as like not having a parent this comic brain because well, get it where you I can saw, take it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Take it um, where you can get it. <laughs> so yes, go on. So anyway, Mo, you were saying you feel like every day is uh, Groundhog Day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like yeah. Some like days uh, it seems a little different, and some days it seems like the same. Like I don't know if it's Saturday sometimes or Sunday. Yeah, yeah, Monday. I have that for sure. And I so never know. One day I thought it was Sunday, and I was like, wait a minute, did I do my thing I was supposed to do? And, and then the next day it was Tuesday, and I was supposed to make a call or something. And I just, I, I'm like, now it's like every day is the same day. So I'm just... You is know. being in New York better or worse, you think? Because you're like, obviously everyone's hmm. place they live is smaller, but then at least you have life outside the window, right? I mean, uh, I don't know. I go out every day. Yeah, um, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I go out every day. But That's it, how you go crazy if you don't it, go out. It, it just see, uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting sick in New York, though, just the smells and the, you know, mm. uh, like not being able to go to, the only place I can go to, I would say, is the west side, the Hudson. You can Okay. You can see the, the uh, Hudson River, but or you can go to Central Park, but it, it becomes the same sometimes because you're surrounded yeah. by buildings, concrete. So you know how you can go to the beach, guys, and just kind of see something like an mm -hmm. ocean yeah. or water. You can go to the beach. Uh, you don't want to get on the first of all. You gotta get on the train, mm -mm. Uh, mm -hmm. and 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 then the beach is you have to be separated, mm. and then it's uh, no, nah, I don't want to go. New York, New York beaches are gross. <laughs> Oh, you cut your feet, I mean. On a regular day, like yeah. on a regular right. day, New York beaches are gross. Like you got to take the subway, either you go into Long Island or you go into the Jersey Shore. It is no, not the Jersey she, Shore. Is she, uh, is she trying to get in? Excuse me for it. Is she, so uh, Maya to... would be able to see it. I don't me. see her. She can try again. I haven't seen anything come up, but send her one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, what we're trying to do right here. Text her real quick while I do And she shouldn't be blocked. It's a text like, roll. I didn't have to let anybody in, so she should really get in. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the Zoom. She says, somebody has to let me in. Maya, then yeah. that's you. All right, hold on. Oh, somebody, else right. drew, somebody else drew the drum. Participants. Participants. Does it show somebody yeah, trying no, to get in? I don't see. I see Felicia. I see. Heather, I see Masavia, and I see uh, I see Mike. And I saw, is she like, trying I to am. get into the wrong meeting? That happens. That happens. <laughs> she could be trying to get into a conference <laughs> She's call. She's trying to get into a different meeting. Oh, uh, let's see. Um, so anyway, the... as, as Masavia works through this and I watch this, anyone else have anything fabulous to discuss today? Mike, was there anything new? You're going on vacation, mm. you said. Well, it's not really, we rented, it's so weird. So like months ago, I mean, not like before COVID, but like months ago we said, oh, let's get a place for a weekend in uh, for a couple of days in Palm Springs where it's 130 degrees. I don't know why. So we're like, okay. And then I completely forgot. And then uh, my wife today, Natalie, who uh, was like, oh, don't forget. And I'm like, what, when? And then, you know, so I'm clearly excited. I've been counting it down on the days. Because we're just going to be in a house in Palm Springs where it's like 110, okay. 120. <laughs> but there's a I don't pool, know right? It's, it's a condo. Uh, it's a condo uh, a friend has. It's facing like a, it's not. It's like facing a parking lot on one side, but on the other side there's a little desert. So no, I'm kidding. No, there's a pool. Um, <laughs> I tried to pull that off as straight as I could. No, it's a pool. It's a. It's going to be like it's a little Airbnb house that has a pool and a little like jacuzzi. I don't know if you're using a jacuzzi in 120 degrees, but we're doing that for a couple days. I totally forgot. And uh, it's weird when 
you don't have normal life to go on a vacation because it's just like every day sort of it's not definitely not vacation but it is like Mo said it's like you know it's kind of the same thing every day you lose track so weekends don't feel like weekends to me I mean I, it does for some people I know some people who are so busy with nine to five jobs that they're on zoom calls all day like from 9 a.m till 6 p.m they're mm. on zoom calls or conference whatever video conferencing all day and i think that would be really hard so i mean how, this is fun how much work are you doing during the week are you doing are you are you pretty much i'm working you? i'm working but i don't do a lot of zoom calls so yeah i'm working i'm working on a bunch of stuff i've got things going i'm cracking necks and snapping checks as the kids say well, like i'm that. making it happen wow. i'm making it happen do it in a Mike Tyson voice. Snapping next and cracking next. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I can't do a good Tyson impression. That was pretty good. When's Tyson gonna fight? Isn't he fighting? He's fighting. Um, September. he's fighting Roy Jones Jr. He is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A, I thought Roy Jones Jr. is not a heavyweight. That's, no, he was. A, he actually ended his career with, uh, I think, a light heavyweight. Um. Mm. um Rojo's, yeah, he's a great fighter. Well, if you're going to come that. back, if you're coming back, wouldn't you want to fight a light heavy? If you were no, a heavy? I, I wouldn't want to yeah. fight Mike Tyson to start, though. Mm -hmm. Period. <laughs> Wait, Roy Jones is no joke. I mean, he he was one of my favorite fighters. I know what too. you're saying, Mike, but uh, Mike Tyson is... Um, I know, I wouldn't want to fight Mike Tyson. Yeah. Even, oh, at, yeah. was he, was he, even at 55 or whatever. I mean, man. He looks no, pretty okay. dangerous. He yeah. is dangerous. I, you know what might happen? We might actually be able to get two rounds of boxing out of him now. Because <laughs> yeah. he's, he's old. Remember, it would, be like, it would be like first, the first, under the first minute. It would be like minute. 20 seconds, I yeah. know. He'd Boom. knock someone yeah. out. Now I'd be like, wow, a two-round Mike Tyson fight. He is really old. He used to just say, I'll be right back. Like, he'd go out, <laughs> knock him out, and then be like, where do you guys want to eat? Like, that was sort of how he made his money. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he's yeah. had a kind of resurgence, hasn't he, Mike Tyson? Like, not yeah. just as a boxer, but like as a, I don't know, personality, as a... He's had a, he, yeah, he's had a one-man show. Was he on Broadway? What? Was um, he on Broadway? I know he had a one-man show. Broadway? He put on all his yes. Yeah, yeah, he was on Broadway. Wife. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Wow. Forget your tap dancing. Go knock a couple of people yeah. out. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Would Heather, would you... Would... Animated, engaging. Yeah. Oh, did you see it? Really? It was good? It's on you, you, can, you can look at it still. It's it's um on YouTube. <laughs> oh wow. Oh yeah, watch yeah. that. Heather, would you do some tap dancing for us real quick? No. Come on. <laughs> just quickly. I don't mean I can make a big thing. It's just a real quick tap dance. No. Okay. Well I tried. Sorry everybody. <laughs> I tried. No. She danced for like no. six hours today. I don't think she's got any well, I'm not trying to. It's the source no, of all joking. of my angst today, so no. Okay, no. all right, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I just. The angry time. You see me break down in tears in the back of the room. It's the whole show's <laughs> going to be over. I'll just be like a blubbering heap in the middle of the laugh factory. What happened to Heather? <laughs> she couldn't tap. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a cool way to start up, though. Like, tap, tap, tap. And then you're like, and you announce everybody. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe not. Maybe you would not like to do that. Um, but next time, next time, fine. Mimi, how we doing? Oh, you're here twice. No, I'm trying to just see if there the, you are the... twice. He keeps testing with himself. He likes to see how he many times himself. he can show up. Always <laughs> doubling up on himself. Classic <laughs> Mo. Turning myself on, guys. Yeah. The picture, the picture's Mad Brooklyn. It looks like my grandparents' house back in the day in, in uh, Canarsie. 
Scotland. So, it makes me think of Italian food whenever I see that. <laughs> you see the picture of, uh, of Mo? When I see the picture, that picture of Mo, it looks like it reminds me of Brooklyn when I was growing up in the Italian neighborhoods. That's a very there Italian. There were no black guys in the Italian neighborhoods. Well, the, the brick, the way it's lined up, the way the window's lined up, that's what it looks like. Yeah, I know. You wouldn't oh, go in the gone. Italian neighborhood back gone. What's going on? What's gone? What's gone? All right. Oh, Masabi? Sure. I was looking for it. Mo's yeah. Gone. Oh, yeah, there we go. Oh. Oh. Hey. Hey, 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 hey. Do you have your video? you have your video? Let's see if we can get her. Ladies there we go. There we oh. go. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. Hey, <laughs> <there. Yeah. laughs> wow. It helps when you have a link to Zoom and not to Google Meet. It's just for future reference. OK. Oh. Hey, how are you? Oh, Google Meet. Hey, everybody. So this is uh, welcome to our show, my favorite people. I'm very excited to announce uh, uh, our, our guest, who is a, a comedian that I've known for many years. Was absolutely brilliant. Please give it up for Leanne Lord, everyone. Leanne, yeah. how are you? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> was the meetup? Uh, was uh, sorry if it, you had uh, some challenges signing on. Um, it it's not a pandemic, so it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is Mike George next to you. Uh, oh, he's uh, hello. I don't know if I'm next to you. Producer Hi. and comedian. Above you is uh, Felicia Chappelle and, uh, you know, Masavia. And up in the top corner is Heather McConnell, Hello. who's a, a writer, producer, tap dancer. We were just discussing her tap. So um, how have you been? What have you been up to? I haven't spoken to you in so many years and, and you look amazing. Uh, how is everything? Thank you. Um, bad lighting, good makeup, uh, builds things on my friends right now. So thank you for the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> I truly appreciate it. I, I don't know. That's a, that, that's such a loaded question. How am I doing? Uh, not dead. <laughs> you know, no longer in the epicenter. You know, kind of, kind of feeling cocky. You know, kind of. Have you been going out? Have you been going out in New York at all? Um, if you mean surreptitiously running to the grocery store, suited up like I'm in a science fiction film, yes, that's what mm -hmm. I'm doing. Yeah, no, once a week, uh, just about, um, to go get provisions. That's my social outing now. So. And um, have, have you been able to work on any uh, stand-up at all? Oh, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. actually... Yeah, I had a show last night. I have another one tomorrow. I have one. I'm nervous about the one on Saturday. It's actually in person. And I'm like, uh. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where yeah, you? I spent my entire career leaving my house to do comedy. Now I don't want to leave my house to do comedy. I'm like, we can't do this in a square, y'all. I mean, <laughs> seriously, like, why do I have to see people? But it's, it's you know, it's one of those parking lot deals. Outside. Oh, okay. It's outside. Yeah, it's outside. It's. Yeah, I'm still like there are people outside though. Wasn't yeah, wasn't uh, they were having a show with Jim Gaffigan and they were doing something, Marina. I saw some outside event. Um, is it like that, like a movie theater kind of thing? Um, this is a I'm not on their level, so this is a diner parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> we just gonna step that down for the regular folk um and but it's a fundraiser for the NAACP so I'm like oh, oh well that's you know, cool. I didn't march okay. for Black Lives Matter I should do the NAACP thing all right mm -hmm. 
Are you, are you planning any fly scuba gear for yourself to, um, part, to look, you know, when you got to go out, it's hard to dress up because as a female, we're always conscious of when you go out and now we got to be, you got to, you know, you got to have lipstick that doesn't rub off with the mask on or you just get well, I actually feel that's the benefit of the mask. I'm saving money on lipstick and dental work right here. So <laughs> all I got to do is make sure my mask mask matches my outfit and I'm good to go. I even listen because black is the New York color. I have black gloves. I have a black mask. You know, I, I may not look like I'm about to do comedy. I might be doing something else, you know, but <laughs> that's, you know, if we're going to wear this, you might as well be fashionable. That's always my take on it. That sounds great. That sounds great. Is it easy to get masks out there? Or are you having it like, because I imagine New York with the streets, like in LA, they have, there's like nothing out here. All we see is like really? maybe a guy with like Lakers outside of some random corner. Yes, not like you can get anything on the corner in New York. In LA, no, I, have, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been on the corner. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let just so I give that some context because I'm not, you know, knocking street work, you know, if one does that sort of thing. Uh, when I mean I'm not on the corner, I'm not randomly walking around. I don't live in, in Manhattan. I live in Queens. And oh, okay. I'm, not, I'm, I'm way out here. Like, I'm in that part of Queens where people go, ooh, that's far. Like, your mind is going to be Long Island. And that kind of helps me. So I get in my car, I go to the store, I come back. I mean, it's a really very isolated, insular okay. experience. And I was shocked to find out, like, they're selling masks at Staples. I was like... Mm -hmm. I didn't get that email for real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not here trying to do a crafts Michaels stitch and sew type of thing, which is so not me. Um, but no, so I, I have the the regular like medical mask that I ordered off Amazon, and I just got some pretty ones and colors today. So I almost want to go out now just so I can flaunt. My <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for my next mask. mask. Of course, I have a Star Trek mask. Oh, do you have? Oh, a you Star do. Mask? Of course, I do. Command yeah. level, baby. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm just a little bit of a Star Trek fan. Not you're, sure you're a Trekkie? Oh, wow. You're, you're a Trekkie, okay. Yeah. So you're yeah, hardcore, which explains why I'm single. So, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's still repping Star Trek at this point in her life. I just might as well get a second cat. So. Oh, no, there's plenty of people out here that I find, like, when I'm out in L.A. Mm -hmm. who's, who's getting that feedback? Is that, you got it? Heard. It's gone. Okay, it's gone. They just went away. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, no, in LA, I'm finding that you can find, I'm discovering you can find all kinds of weirdos. Um, that, that, <laughs> not that you're a weirdo, that's not what you're saying. No, no, Tons of nut jobs. no, you can find your own box of like, okay, like, you know, you can do like, I'm a Star Wars person. So everything, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my mother was Trekkie, so I feel like I had to, I couldn't get into her Trek vortex. So yeah, so yeah. I like so I'm a Star Wars person, but it's funny. So you find your Star Wars, but then they they can get too Star Warsy, then you're like, mm, mm, mm. you know, it's a little bit easier to find to find your. Uh, I'm a Star Wars. I'm a I'm a fanatic on Star Wars. I, are you I, really? I, yeah, I go way back. With that. I, I had the action figures. Um, I, unfortunately, I I don't know what happened to them, and I, I so regret it because you grew up, dude. You yeah, grew up. No, but if I kept them, I would probably get a fortune right now. That's what true, is, but that's so true. I everyone too. kept them. I'm sorry. What is this grow up thing? Well, I'm just saying if you know <laughs> the action the figure. Part. Aren't known for that sort the of thing. The action, the action figure part. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you have no, a lot of action no, figures. No, I'm no, sorry. I've spoken no. out of turn. My, no, no. My, I'm just, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's something I should try. 
Mike has a <laughs> oh, wife who probably threw his out, and so he's hating. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it, and I think we should just move on. Somebody threw your pieces <laughs> away, Mike. I don't want to. I don't, look. Do we want to make this a comedy podcast or a <laughs> depressing episode of my dolls being thrown? No, I'm not. I, I was never away, big, uh, except when I was little. I had the same thing. I had the action figures when I was little, but I don't. I didn't. I don't have them anymore. Oh, you my know, ex-wife either. threw away all of my stuff. G.I. Joe action uh, stuff. Oh, you had that until you had G.I. Joe action figures too. Mm-hmm. I don't even I remember. Had them packaged and she threw them away. Oh she my god! In box, she threw away the in box stuff. Oh and, yeah, I had them in the pack because she was really pissed. Whoa! Yeah, so oh, that was worse. Stupid. That's, that's worse than yeah. mm. She Came. threw away money. She took money and threw oh, she away. She was letting me know I want you out of here. So she, yeah, wow. I had a, I had a cobra fit. I had a Cobra figure and um, uh, a GI a GI Jane actually. Good GI Jane. I'm tempted. I'm This is not what this show is about. But I'm tempted to say, what did you do? Because I'm like, <laughs> you know, like that's hardcore. Like, oh, you know what? And you just start gathering stuff up in a contractor trash bag. You know it's serious. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. You don't have to. It was stuff that's, this, this is stuff you read about, guys. Yeah. I respect your grief, bro. I respect your grief. G.I. Jane. Yes. G.I. Jane. Yeah. Uh, Demi Moore. The Demi Moore. Oh, man. Figure. Demi Moore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. G.I. Jane. Demi Moore played G.I. Jane. Demi Moore was G.I. Jane. She was yeah. sexy, too. Yeah. She really pulled that one off. But, but she was G.I. Jane, but that wasn't a Demi Moore G.I. Jane. No, it wasn't no, Demi Moore. No, no. Oh, oh well, then whatever. Whatever. The actual no, female G.I. Jane. It's got to be the real G.I. Jane with Demi Moore. No, I'm kidding. Demi I'm Moore, not, not she, was, she was good, man. Yeah. Yeah, no. I, that, yeah, I don't know if G.I. Jane gone, holds up as a movie. Gone, 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 gone. Yeah, that's that's... Yeah, sums it Tony, up. Tony Woods was showing us his scary. Um, his oh right! Scary, oh my God! Scary childhood it? bear. Was it a teddy bear? It was the creepiest looking thing. It was smoky, creepy. It was. Leanne, do you have any uh, bears? Teddy bear. And he had it with him. Do you have I any home? Do you have any bears that you sleep with or any? Yes. Yeah. You did. Really? Teddy bear. His name you is Bear. Him? You have him? I still have him. He's yeah. on the bed. Like, like, yeah. He's holding it down. Oh my God! This is like a theme. Everyone yeah, shows their bear. Everybody it. has their bear. No, no. I'm loving the bear. This. I want to see it. Can I see the bear? I can't do it. I can't do it. How long oh, have you had it? <laughs> wow. Confessions. Really? And he, wow. Was my, he was my travel bear. I traveled with him. Really? On the road. Mm. Um, and then <laughs> the, the, I stopped traveling with him when I started doing shows in the Middle East. And before I was about to go, my, my husband at the time said, you know, if they open your suitcase and see the bear and they suspect drugs are in there, they're going to cut open your bear. And I freaked out and I left my bear. I, start, I stopped. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. I know, right? You're, yeah. your adorable childhood teddy bear took a dark turn in that moment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like they might so chop sorry. them up in the Middle East. <laughs> wow. You know, I, had a, I, I thought that I was the only person, you know, because everybody in comedy was a really cool and I I was always trying to be cool, but I used to take, I actually found just for the road, a mouse in F.A.O. Schwartz that doubled as a pillow because he was like square and I called him Mouse. So Mouse used to come with me so that when all the guys would go to the strip clubs afterwards, because they'd be like, you want to come to the strip club? I was like, my goodness, no, I don't come from strip club people. I'll sit with my stuffed animal and... (laughs) This is me. I'd be in the room with like a stuffed animal and a sandwich and all the guys would be out at the strip clubs. I was like, <laughs> and, and so Mouse 
was safer than me carrying my Snoopy because I'm a Snoopy person. I have. Oh, I have a, I have a little Snoopy. I have, I have the Snoopy on top of the um, on top of his doghouse, and when you, it's a musical, and when you a musical toy, when you when you uh, you know spin the bottom, it plays "Fly Me to the Moon." Oh, oh wow! wow. <laughs> I, I think you oh you should have you should have your bear meet Tony Woods's bear because no, if you no, saw, no, no, nothing no, should ever no, meet Tony Woods's bear. You no. got to see this thing. It is like it's it amazing. I love it's it. It's amazing. Tony. I, I want to, mm, no, my bear is oh, my bear. This thing is scary. Okay, it was amazing. It, 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 it's scarier than Annabella's creation. That's how scary it is. Oh. It was very funny looking. Yeah. It was like out of a horror movie. You know, like a I don't judge. Whatever helps you get through the night, man. No, I'll say this. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't, I wouldn't let my Snoopy meet Tony's bear. No. <laughs> uh, that would be like the, that would I would be worried I'd come back he might, he might if, if you gave it to a child yeah, they would looks scream, like yeah. you know, he was out all night at the club <laughs> like I would be like this is like this would be a bad Tony has the right bear for him yeah yeah that's definitely Tony's bear <laughs> okay like you gonna line up some bears in a lineup and you go that was Tony's bear <laughs> <laughs> you will not miss Tony's bear. Your bear should represent you. My bear is adorable. My bear used to, I used to have a little tuxedo for him. Oh my lord. Did you? I, when I got married, I, I got a little tuxedo. Was he like a good luck? Was he good luck for you? Did you have him like uh did you No, it was just what it was is my parents never broke out of the habit of sleeping with stuffed animals. That's all it was. Like they did everything else. They put me through college. They fell down on the stuffed animals thing. They were like, oh, let it happen. <laughs> wow. I used that's to because, have, I used that's to so have funny because we, go ahead, Mike. I was gonna say, I used to have a, a ton of stuffed animals um, in my apartment in New York. And I don't know, cause I was living down the street from FAO Schwartz. It started to get like, I had a lot and then I had a real lot. And then uh, a comic from Marcus, you know, Marcus, Musavia. So yeah. Marcus comes in and he's like, you really, really got to cut back on the stuffed animals. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? I have like, and he's like, put it this way. What if they were all cats? And that's when I was, oh. so needless to say, his daughter ended up with half my stuffed animals. Uh, <laughs> see, I, I, don't, like, I, don't, go. I don't know how to judge a lot because I definitely have several, but I've also cut back. Like I, I, I'm going more towards the minimal. So I kept the famous ones. Like I still have an Opus. I still have a Kermit the Frog. I still have a Miss Piggy. Mm. I have an Alf. You know, mm. but they're up on the shelf. Oh my God, I That's have cool. an Alf. I have an Alf. <laughs> Yes, I, like if you're gonna keep it, you know, ha there's my one that's my, you know, my heart I sleep with and then, the, you know, well, he's in the corner. But the others are like, if I wanted to sell them, if things got really bad, which, uh, yeah, give it a few minutes, uh, I could sell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. But, you know, I you have, go on, Mike. No, no, I did not have anything that important to say. It was gonna, I was gonna go down the road of Alf, but that's okay. What were you gonna say, Maya, go ahead. No, I, I was, well, go ahead. No, I'm interested in your ALF question. Because, you know, I, the, an ALF is rare and an ALF is worse. That's it's interesting, an interesting segue because not many people have an ALF. Wow, so. I think, and I feel like I just dated myself. I'm like the Harriet Tubman of comedy right now. Hey, really? Not at all, no. not at all. I remember I ALF, an ALF very well. Hey, I have, I, an, I, ALF, I I have an ALF impression, my friend. Hey, Willie. That's what I am. Pretty good. That's excellent, That's pretty excellent. Good. Come on, Alf. What are you really? doing? Hey, really? 
My father, my father told me um, in, before I moved out here, he was like, you need to get rid of these stuffed animals. And there was, there was this, I have such weird atta attachments. I attach personalities, I imprint them instantly. So there was this one stuffed dog that Jason Steinberg gave to me, acting like it was a Christmas gift, but it, I knew it was already used and it was like a handed down, dirty, weird, and who, who was already one that looked like you got from what was that, the ice cream store that has like the ice cream and the candies, like the, you know, the soft ice cream, the, the tasty freeze place or whatever oh, yeah, in like Manhattan? The, the scooper, yeah. you scoop yeah. the ice cream. Yeah, so he gives this and he re-gifts me this, this doll. And then I'm like, that's an awkward position because I don't want, now I'm feeling like I don't want to judge this poor dog. I didn't want to throw him out. I just didn't want to, and you know, so he was going to be the first to go. My father's like, you need to get rid of these stuffed animals. This is my apartment, you're moving out. So my thing was, I was, I didn't know what to do. I said, well, I'm going to throw him out. And I was walking down the hall. My father was playing, um, he was watching The Godfather. So I'm walking down this hallway and I'm hearing <laughs> this Godfather music and I'm half Sicilian. So I'm walking down and I'm, I'm acting like I'm, it feels like I'm putting this animal to his death. Like I just took this thing. I'm making his way down the hallway. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Needless to say, I ended up just giving him to my grandmother. I poured those over. So it was, it was very hard. I, I see personalities, like I have a little Snoopy. He's like, get rid of the little Snoopy, just keep the big Snoopies. And um, yeah, I had that, like the little ones, like I'm short, so you want to get rid of me. So it became this whole short I, in my head. If this were a sketch, I'd love to jump cut to your grandmother getting this gift going. This is awkward. This is <laughs> Thank you. Like, why would she, why would she give me that? Okay. <laughs> like the exact same thought. <laughs> <laughs> the chain the chain weird giveaway what's the weirdest right. gift you ever got and what's the weirdest like gift anyone gave you like for for christmas or a holiday that that was awkward that you kind of felt like you had to did you ever have like a weird awkward gift that you ever gave someone i remember giving steinberg a, um a, i gave him a um a toilet seat once and i wrapped it and gave it to him at the bathroom because <laughs> if you ever used the bathroom in his apartment it was it was really scary when him and Stu came and lived together so I bought them a, a toilet seat. He was so excited. He was literally like, I can't believe it. This is the best gift. It's like cushy. And I guess in context, when you give someone something that they actually need, it's appreciated. <laughs> Out of context, hey, I gave somebody a toilet seat. Um, we're we're going to need some backstory there. Right. Thank you. I've got a um, weird gift. It's not a good sign if you need a toilet seat in your life. Things happen. I, I love that I description. <laughs> I thought I was getting some money from an agent. And speaking of the person you mentioned, he calls me and he says, I got a gift for you. And I was like, oh, really? And I, I go to his office and he gives me fucking pistachios. Excuse my expression. Pistachios? <laughs> gives you pistachios? Come it's to like my in office. A, a bag? Uh, yeah. I have pistachios for you. I thought he was giving me a check of like saying, hey, man, this is your gratitude for all the years of helping out. And, didn't meet comedians or actors. You, you, you forgot who you were dealing with there for a second? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bunch of nuts. That's the real aspirational I don't mean to blow up his spot like this, but yeah, I'm not going to say it. Okay. He'll never forgive me for oh, this. But, yeah. Oh, it's okay. He, he can just remember I'm on the show and he'll just say, oh, damn them all, damn them all. <laughs> not just him, I can't think of any agent, booker, manager, anybody going, hey, I got a gift for you and giving you money, giving you something you actually want. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, here's a bag of nuts. 
Um, so, <laughs> exactly, Mike. Yeah, right. So, uh, Leanne, you're you're a big Trekkie. What are you a next generation? Are you an original? Are you a what's um, I forget what the oh I can't remember the newer ones. Oh no, I got you. Um, original series is canon, and that's in a category all by itself. Yes, I love it. I grew up watching it with my mom. She was my original Trekkie. She's oh, so you so you know it? Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. No, I know. it. I definitely know it. And I, so I don't judge it with the others. That's separate and apart. It is just assumed. Uh, I am a next generation girl. I do love mm -hmm. Deep Space Nine. I me have too. I finally watched Enterprise, which I think somebody should give me an award for. Um, is that Not strong. Wrong? Not strong. Not strong at all. You know, I don't know why Scott Bakula was there. I don't know why they're sitting in the opening of the show. Um, I rewatched Star Trek Next Generation and I just finished last week uh, rewatching Voyager. Oh, right. Voyager. Voyager. Wow. What's it is is the one what's the one on CBS right now? Those the one. Two, two new ones on CBS. They started with Discovery, which has had two Discovery. coming out in the fall. Fingers crossed because uh, they did the trailer last year at Comic-Con. And then the other one is Picard, which has only had one season. But the rumor is I think they're going to renew for the second season. That's and a legit track. You're a Pike is coming out as an offshoot of Discovery, as is the cartoon, wow. which is called Below Decks, which is done by the guys that did Rick and Morty. Oh, really? I just saw the, uh, I saw a billboard in LA for uh, the cartoon, the animated series. Oh, really? It's Rick and Morty, guys. I love Rick and Morty. That's, yeah. That's I'm, I'm not sure yeah. if I'm ready for my trek to be Rick and Mortified. Um, yeah, that's going to be weird. <laughs> I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I'm a Star Trek fan. I tune in for all of it and, you know, rock, and, and rock with it. That's the type of fan I am. Do you yeah. go to Comic-Con? Like, uh, I have not been to New York Comic-Con. I've been to Dragon Con for five years. I was supposed Whoa, to What's Dragon Con? Uh, Dragon Con is like Comic-Con, but, but with for Dragon. Trackies, right? For like fantasy stuff? Although is it? It's... It is big tent nerdy. So it is science fiction. It's fantasy. It's uh, cos. Everybody cosplays. Yeah. It's um, comic books. It's it, anytime I see a costume I don't understand, I assume that's anime, because so, I I don't understand any of that at all. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I've I've gone for several years. I actually come in to perform, and then I moderate panels. Oh wow. oh wow! So is it not true that Trekkies is considered offensive now? Like, isn't there one term where they don't people don't like to be called? Um, Trekkies? Well, There's something where it's like, don't call me that. I'm not yeah. a Trekkie. Yeah, I don't pay attention to fanboy. Have you heard about weird. that? Am I crazy? I have. Or well, there's, okay. there's a difference between Trekkies See? and Trekkies. And, and I'm like, Trek, there's Trekkies and Trekkers or Trekkers. Right. And that was it. That was it. That was yeah. it. I'm a Trekker. I'm yeah. not a Trekkie. Right. At that point, I'm like, yeah, y'all really need to dial that back That's and start dating. <laughs> it's like, too much. Like, if I'm telling you right. it's too much, it's too much. Right, that's, that's fair. Funny. Okay, that's fair. Oh I think it's great to have something like that, you know? I mean, it's a I race war in everything in the United States. I mean, even oh, you mean even the Trekkies and the Trekkers? <laughs> oh my goodness. What did you yeah. say? There's a race war in There's a You can't even be a, a Trekkie and a Trekker. Oh my well, goodness. I, I will say in terms of the, the race issue, I, I find Star Trek fans to be way more uh, inclusive than Star Wars fans. Because they really that. freak mm. out. You know, I mean, we, we didn't get Lando until what? The second movie? Oh, I know. Really? Lando. And then the, new, the three new And he was as smooth as brother. Yeah. You know, whereas yeah. Star Trek 
started with diversity. You oh, need yeah. that bridge. True. Yeah, that's that's true. true. Yep, that's true. So that's what I grew up on. So that to me was normal. Like, of course you have a black woman and a Russian guy. And, that is true. That is true. true. Yeah, yeah, I would say, yeah. You know what's interesting? I never thought of this way till just now, but you're right. Star Trek is, uh, Star Wars is very dualistic, meaning good and evil. It's like, they're good, we're evil. Uh, that's Star Wars. But Star Trek is much more layered. Star Trek yes. has a lot going on. Like, cause it's, very you know, layered. The... it's very nuanced. The later series were, it's called competency porn, because here's a problem, we're going to solve it. We're going to do it in 53 minutes. And it's just like, <laughs> it's so exciting. Like, if you are into problem solving, if you are into diplomacy, if you are into... Um, not a dystopian view of the future, but a future where we actually get our shit together. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it would be like Star Trek, yes. Yes, yeah. I like, like it more and more, particularly now as we seem to be sliding into the real life zombie apocalypse. Totally. <laughs> I know, it's that true. is not, unfortunately that does not feel like even close to the future we're gonna have. Right now it feels like, no, like Mad no, Max is where we're going, right? It, it's gonna it, be us you, in the desert, <laughs> each other. Yeah, well, it feels like like a cross between Mad Max and The Expanse, like that. Oh, The Expanse. Yeah, yeah that's a, that could be. I well, Leanne's a martial artist too, so you kind of ready. Really? Oh, oh, whoa, way rusty, way rusty. What oh, did you What did you, you gotta, practice? Gotta What's your martial your arts? Or something. I yeah, especially with these pandemic pounds, I'm not fighting anybody right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm training. I'm training day, every day, baby. Wait, I train wait. every day. We're all slowed down with pandemic. What do you do, Mo? So you box. Slower fight. I, I do Krav Maga. Ooh. No way. I took Krav Maga here for yeah. three months. And then it got I, hard. I've been doing it for years. I've been <laughs> yeah. doing it. Really? No, I, oh, I, wow. I trained a, for years, but I stopped. I mean, I, and I did, to answer your question, Michael, I did kickboxing and submission grappling. Ooh, and it just, yeah, that's like impressive. Jiu like jujitsu, that kind of thing? Jiu like the... Bur well, yeah, I mean, yeah, submit, yeah. Yeah, so it's the, the yeah, like the, the most fights end up on the ground. How do you fight then? Yeah, right. exactly. So, and it was, it really just got out of hand. At the time I was like, oh, I want to get in shape. And the next thing I knew my, my sensei was like, yeah, okay, I want you to do this cage match. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, really? They wanted you to go MMA. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I did. It, it, that's what I was doing. It was MMA. And I did, it was an amazing experience. At the time I wasn't calm enough in my life to do yoga or anything like that, but straight up fighting people, wow, punching crazy. people, getting punched back. Oh. Isn't Nothing it like, no, Isn't let me let me tell you the funniest thing about Leanne because people don't know she's she's as in in the comedy world, she's actually one of the only female comics I could see can walk into a room and, and carry her grace regardless of the room. So when you go into a room and nice she's you know, you got like a Def Jam comedy, she can, she's played all all kinds of rooms, but has never and I admire this about you is you've never um, you've never let you've never let that level of grace go and i think that for me i think i've i've i came up with a lot of oh, everyone in my family was really about maintaining their grace and it was kind of a lesson that i've had to learn um with really saying i have to learn to do comedy my way and i have to learn to carry myself where from what from who i came up with from my family and, and their achievements and, and carry myself differently and it's funny because 
um, I'm, I'm, a lot of my pieces now are, are maintaining that where I can look at my mom's family, my brothers and sisters that are the AKAs and you know, <laughs> everyone has their college degrees and PhDs <laughs> and they're all looking at me and they're like, what are you doing? So, and I'm like, but I got a dev jam. They're like, but my goodness, did you hear what you said? And, you know, <laughs> they're all clutching their pearls when they watched my um, comedy. And, and they're real pearls. Yeah, they're real pearls. They're all like, they, oh my. Right. If the only metaphorical we, pearls, the pearls are real, darling. Yes, yes. If only we lived in a Howard University, this would have never have happened, um, which has been a common phrase with my family. Yeah. And so to watch you do that and also to see, see you just as a strong, a strong woman, um, and, then, and then you go to a club, because you think with the grace that there's going to be the, a little bit of a, like she's going to be a little bit too graceful, but then, then like the next month she shows up and she looks like a, she's like a superhero. She shows up in shape with like, you're like, my God, what is she doing? What is she up to? So it's really, you're, you're, you're an interesting, um, an interesting uh, person to watch through all the years of comedy because you've really uh, walked your own path and, uh, and set um, it, it, parameters, like you know? Have a choice. No, I, because I didn't, I, I didn't know who I was going to be as a comic, mm -hmm. right? And I didn't allow myself to go to rooms that didn't give me the freedom to figure that out. Because mm. mm. there are rooms that pigeonhole you. They wanted you to do a particular style of comedy. And I'm like, yeah, right. that's not me, or I'm not feeling that. And I want to try something different. And if that space didn't allow that, I wouldn't go. Mm -hmm. um, right. You know, so, it's like... The yeah, it, sorry, go ahead. It was a sacrifice. It was a sacrifice in the beginning because in the beginning you want to perform any and everywhere. And I had to come to the conclusion really quickly that I didn't fit everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, very much square peg, round hole. And all I wanted was the opportunity to develop, to develop and figure out who I was. And that was happening both as a comic and as a person. Because I was really, I was young when I started. What the hell did I know? You know, mm -hmm. so it took me a bit to figure both of those things out. And I remember getting to the point where... Um, and in the very beginning, because of the 80s influences, I was wearing big boxy jackets and hats and, you know, I'm, don't see me as a girl. I just want to be funny. It was so much, mm. it was so much crap about what female comics were supposed to look like. Yeah. And then I finally got to the point where I went, no, I'm a woman. Um, I can't, you know, judge what the audience is going to say about me. All I can do is be comfortable in my skin and we just gonna have to rock with that. And when I got comfortable, they got comfortable. Mm. And I owned it when I stopped act dressing like I'm just straight out of college. No, I'm gonna dress like a grown woman. And this, and we're gonna do this. And it it, it just changed everything for me. So I, right. I've always had to play that. I'm just gonna have to be me, the best place I can be. And yeah. Places for me. Yeah, and you can't force that, can you? You know what I mean? You can't decide that. That has to happen almost to you. You know what I mean? Was, was there anyone that helped support you during that time? Like, was there someone that, like, that you could look to that could help support you while you're going through that? Because that, that was really hard. I, I felt like I bent a lot um, as opposed to, it took me a long time to get to feeling yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, all my comedy career started here in New York because this, this is where I'm from. And at the time that I started, I feel like there weren't a lot of women around. Like a lot of them did the LA thing, like they left. And so it was like, where's the estrogen? <laughs> you know, but I, I feel lucky because I feel like 
either people sought me out and gave me advice or I was open to it. Like I would sit and watch people. Like I would go to clubs and like, if there was a really good MC, I'm like, can I just watch you? And I, I, I had this, this, I guess this young puppy vibe where they were like, you want a what? <laughs> like I still had this love of comedy and people were just surprised. They were like, sure, Padawan, come sit, watch the show. You know, I was just so eager to to learn and people love to talk about their process. You know, if you if you ask and then you shut up. <laughs> and then you right. And so there were quite a few people, you know, in the in the New York comedy scene that would kind of do that two finger tap on my shoulder, like, hey, why don't you try this? Or hey, why don't you go to this club? Or hey, why don't you go uh, send your stuff to this booker? Um, I, I remember Mike Ivey saying to me once, I was very young, we were working at the old New York comedy club, like the fire trap New York comedy club. <laughs> like my mom oh, saw yeah. me perform there once and she was like, okay, until you're ready to go on stage, I want you to stand by this door. <laughs> <laughs> Like she was real nervous for me. Mm -hmm. Mike Ivy was very sweet. He was like, you know what? When you're ready to do colleges, you let me know. And at the time, I barely had 15 minutes. I'm like, what are, what are you seeing, sir? Like, I don't see it yet. You know, I had a lot of people tell me about my face in my first five years. Like, oh, yeah, in your face. And I'm like, what do you? I didn't understand what my face was doing. And I, I didn't know it well enough to use it as a tool on stage. Because like, oh. like my, I can't hide anything. My face is going to tell you how I feel about you, whether I should or not, um, which is great on stage. It is horrible in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word, like my face will break up with you and my heart is trying to tell you to stay. Like it's just really bad. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that... <laughs> it's very funny. So Leanne, where did you come up with a uh, dick joke? How did you come up with that? Oh man, I'm a nerd, man. I, uh, I was a... <sighs> I was a journalism and creative writing major, that's one. Two, I love to read. Three, I had really mean parents. So whenever there was a word that I didn't know, I would ask them and they would say, look it up. And that was back when you actually had to physically get the dictionary down off the shelf and open it up and you know do the thing. And it was sometimes easier just to sort of figure out what the word sounded like it meant. <laughs> And I was almost always wrong, but it was a fun thing to do. And I started doing that as a kid. It continued through my adulthood. And just, okay. you know, early early on in the social media game, I said, well, if I enjoy this, let me post this. And I started posting. No, I love, I love your, your, your quotes and your... And your Explain it to the team because a lot of them, you know. So oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let me. I actually, I actually have a visual aid. It's my book, Dick Jokes. Oh. And the premise of the book, and Dick is short for dictionary, I always have to stress that when I'm on a radio FCC, you know, show. You're good here. Yeah, nobody find me, nobody find me. The premise of dick jokes is that words would be more funny if they meant what they sound like. Like, grammatology sounds like it means the study of grandmothers. It, it, it doesn't. Right. <laughs> right? That's funny. Yeah, and so like that, I have two books of these now. And it's, it's, it's what's, what was really funny for me was being at a show and, or after the show, people would pick up the book, they would flip through it, and then just start laughing. You know, that was mm. always the best. Like, I would tell people, like, can I look? Absolutely. Like, I didn't, it wasn't the hard sell, it would sell itself. Mm. Um, my favorite story about this book, though, is I, I sent it off to an editor, and they're, they're giving, they sent it back, they're giving their notes to me on the side, and it starts off very professional. And then all of a sudden, I, in the, on the side, I go, ha, 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 
oh, that's great. Oh, I see what you did there. Hey, I have an idea. What about this? And it was like, like he just devolved from professional proofreader to, oh my gosh, I'm a fan. Which that, that, you know, there's no bigger praise than when people appreciate your stuff and especially the smart stuff. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't tell yeah. people that you get the real word, it's definition, it's part of speech. I don't tell people that. I tell them they get the funny stuff. And if they accidentally learn something, that's great. <laughs> hmm. That's awesome. I, I feel like we need to get back to smart comedy, too. You know, um, oh, no, dude. Nobody, nobody wants this. They say they do. I get, everybody tells me, oh, Leanne, we need comedy like yours. And I feel like they're saying they need me like they need Robitussin. Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> We need that. But they want candy. <laughs> I think. I think though. Right now, our society has been so dumbfounded by what's been going on. By forty-five, I'm going to call him forty-five. Okay, that's my new word for our president. Forty-five. Let's not be named. I'm with you. Uh, yeah. Uh, for, forty-five has made it where you can just be stupid, and we are in a like. It's it's like really we're going backwards in so many ways, um, and I feel like it's 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 refreshing to see smart people, whether they I mean and how you deliver a joke or whatever you but thought provoking things things that make you think factual I, things I mean you know I, that's why I mean I think that's what's gotten me picked for or or, or I've, I've gotten a lot of opportunities because of that because of the type of comic that I am but I'm also worried that when the stormtroopers come I'm gonna be the first one in the truck <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's the uppity one let's get her <laughs> but I but I, I I agree though with with uh, Masavia like I'm and, and you know it's funny because Mike and I are speaking a lot about this, and and uh, which is the comedy right. scene out here. Um, there's there's a lot of its turn. It's been a lot of like the boys' club of just saying crazy stuff, and that's it's not getting, any it's different. It's getting filthier, yes. and it's getting heavier, and and I, well, I feel safer in New York. I feel like when I work lots of times in New York, that my material has has it connects a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. And I and I have a good like writing support mm-hmm. team um, like between Heather and then now now we've been working with Mike and there's people that I'm finding that are in my life that help me stay just trust and go and it's it's evolving um, but it's but I think right now it's interesting because I'm finding the doors are open now like I'm finding that when you're in a point where it's like you, you like right now with the pandemic there are people who are really scared there are people who are really trapped. There are people that are, you know, just climbing the walls. And when you're working because you love your art and you're working in a way where you're trying to trying to say something and looking for ways to say things, it kind of prepares you that um, people that are really thirsty right now for some depth and some realistic jokes that have some answers in them or just a relief, uh, you know, that you can release and hear something that's real. I'm finding that, that that's, that's like a real um, spot now, I think. Yeah. That, yeah well oh wow finally my chance to shine here it is it could be worse it could be no i think it's gonna i've trained for this everybody (laughs) would you would you guys say that because obama was so smart that dumb people felt intimidated and it just turned it backwards like it just went from one extreme to the next those are really two very separate issues. Yeah. Like I want to be intimidated by my president. I want my president, I want my president to be so smart that I stutter when I meet him. Okay. I, Cause I need him to operate on the world stage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I need. I don't want to have a beer with my president. 
Okay. You don't have a beer, no. Maybe, maybe a nice Moscato. <laughs> if Michelle right. says it's okay and she's in the room. But if you are a student of history, and I was going to, you know, Masabia mentioned this, the, our current president, he did not start this. He's just, you know, the apex of a, of a really concentrated effort of dumbing down our, our education system, our attention span, um, he's just at the top of the pile at the moment. He, uh, America made him possible. You know, you cannot right. defend your education yeah. system for two generations, 40 years, and get road scholars. That's not how that math works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's gotten very authoritarian, right, around the world. And if you look at even anywhere where there's been dictatorships of any kind, the, the key is to keep the masses simple. Yes. You know, yeah. so we can't, so you and I totally agree, like, Trump's rise is not the, Trump's hey, not that 45, 45. Sorry, 45 rise. Free <laughs> speech. Is, is uh, 45's rise, I agree, is not because he's so bright. It's like for him and not for anyone else, right time, right place. Like it was like the he's sort of like the 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 cancer you cut off at the top of the skin, but it goes so much deeper, you know. I think, I think because if he was. Already, I was talking to someone yesterday about it, and they're saying, because, you know, he's fighting with Fox News now and whatever. And then I was sitting with, I was talking to these people, they're like, you know, OLN, or something called OLN. I mean, I never heard of it. I'm like, what's that? They're like, oh, it's the new Fox. And I'm like, of course it is. Like, it's, but it's way worse. It's way more yeah. right. It's way yeah. scary. So, because you, you get rid of, like, we might get rid of Trump. Like, I remember when George Bush Jr. Uh, was like the worst thing that ever happened to Earth. Like, we were like, oh, this guy's yeah, so stupid. Well. I'd pray for him now. Like, I'd be like, I would love <laughs> oh, huh. him to be president right now compared to this guy. Oh, like, this guy is well, dangerous. I, I, I just think a lot of it, a lot of it is just a backlash to any, any progress of black people in this country. Exactly. All of a sudden, oh, hundred percent. Anybody could be president now. And then it well, that, and, and you it's know, not just, it's any progressive movement, no matter who mm -hmm. gets ahead, whether it's people of color, whether it's black people, whether it's women, you know, mm -hmm. it, and you, it's not just this country, it's global. You, when you look at um, what happened after reconstruction in this country, yeah. actually, yeah. We, we, reconstruction, mm -hmm. we had a black governor, we had black senator, mm -hmm. and all of a sudden, yeah. nothing, yeah. backlash. So, you know, one step forward, two steps back. And yeah. it, it, so it kind of makes you if, you, if you watch history, a little not as excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's a little and less exciting. Yeah. I, mean, I had this back and forth with somebody on Facebook. And they uh, were like, well, because that's the place to have scintillating. <laughs> that's where you go for real knowledge. Yeah, that was, that's where you go. And he kept saying he was trying to be super positive. He's like, look, look who's marching. Look what's happening. And I'm like, I'm sure they felt that way in the lead up to get trying to get the right to vote in 1920 for women. Mm -hmm. And they did get it, but only for white women. Black women had to wait 40 plus years. So it's, it's, wow, everybody right. thinks that their moment is the moment, yeah. not realizing that power concedes nothing. And every time. time there is some progress, somebody in the background with money and power is figuring out how, what the workaround is. Every mm. single time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's right. interesting. Heather and I, Heather and I had um, uh, wrote a script, and we were shoot, we we shot we shot like a third of this film, and it was um, it was like my uh, Tamika character versus the Tea Party, and we wrote all these things about like we had the evil heads at the top that ran everything, and they had like a little bacon boy with bacon strapped to his head that would come and they would decide Funny. on, they were like the Koch brothers and they would decide on what they wanted to do next. And then they, they were gonna build a wall around Mexico and they were, 
they they accidentally built it around New Mexico too far, you know, because it was because it was like <laughs> party. But I think people weren't paying attention to what was really happening over there with the misinformation. So we actually had built a multi-tiered thing, which was which was you have um, you know these these rich people that were now which would get these uh, people to sign up through like a Glenn Beck character, and then those people would go out and create all this stirrup and action. And it's funny because a bunch of people got it, and then a whole bunch of people were like you guys are just exaggerating. We'll never get there. And it's it's like it's like <laughs> looking through the script is exactly. Uh, you know, eight years or four years later, because I think it was like what, about six years ago, we we, we pull, tried to pull this together. This is why I like older people. I like seasoned folk, you know, folk who have been through it, you know, folk in their 60s, 70s, 80s, because mm -hmm. they, when you say, oh, that can't happen, they go, <laughs> sit down, let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. Know, these conversations. Well, this couldn't happen. This couldn't get that bad. We're going on in 1936-789 in Germany. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, should I leave?" No, no, it'll be yeah. fine. It can't get that bad. Right. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, they they actually because I'm I'm I you know I was reading actually that people used to laugh at Hitler. Yes. Like in the late 20s, early 30s, I'm like, look at this moron! <laughs> like, what a joke! And then it's like, you're like, oh, okay. Then he, he was running a the country. country. <laughs> he almost took over the world. Like he yeah. could have won. He could have. Um, yeah. So it was, it was the smart, civilized people that kept having really polite conversations, going, well, no, that can't. He can't. We wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the scary thing, though, because the scary thing is, is that we're America, so we have enough to change. Like, if you took America, America changed the war. So now we are this big superpower that is turning in this whole different direction. And the only people with guns are these people who you can say anything to, and they and instantly they show up with rifles. And and now we have these police states that are starting to show up, like what's going on in in, in Portland. And so. What, what's really scared is like who turns us around, you know, and, and it's interesting because I mean, I'm starting to find, I think it was last summer, it was two summers ago, I went to um, Martha's Vineyard to do the uh, comedy festival. And before I went on, and it's really, it's a black comedy festival. So I-, I Which walked. explains why I've never been on it, just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they come get me all the time, like, she can bring in the white audience and they'll never right, know. Yeah, yeah, no, I- I'm, them all, so. I'm more CNN, let's BET. I don't yeah. know how this happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, so I, I went across the street to get a cocktail, or like a mojito before the show. And this bartender looks at my credit card and says, oh, DiGiorgio. And he says, oh, you're Italian. He goes, I'm from Serbia. Just know that uh, in Italy, we're moving all the, the black people out as well. It's becoming, it's a whole nation thing that we're doing. It's not just here. We're doing it everywhere. And I was like, well, thank you. Now we'll go across the street and then alert everyone. <laughs> it was the most awkward because people say stuff to me. Oh, yeah. Not knowing, um, you know, who I am and, you know, so I get these whispers and it was the most awkward so I, and it's strange because I got to go on stage. So I'm like, hey guys, I think there's a, a, a global conspiracy that's reigniting. I know we're supposed to go to a comedy show, but the bartender across the street said the word from, 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 from Italy. And it was, it was right. the most awkward. So I just, I think you're right. I think it's, it's like, what do we do though? How do we stay alert? And how do we not worry about being polite, CNN? 
I don't have any answers. I'm just the gloom and doom chick. I'm a half-empty person. Oh, yeah. Well, there's an article today. Let's bring it down. There's an article today on uh, global warming on how like 1% of the planet now for the first time in history is unlivable. One planet of the globe. And there's a great article. And it says by 2070, 19% of the planet will not be livable. And they're already talking about the great migration. When, when I hear that, I hear, you know, wars, fighting for resources. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm not 12, you know. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be I'll be hope, People are fighting This is going to get ugly. People are fighting in Costco. She's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, people are fighting in Costco. I mean, if that doesn't tell you our national character, Right yeah. there, or lack yeah. thereof. Oh, you mean a like the toddlers? The, you a mean toddlers who won't wear masks and stuff? You mean I like know. they come in right. and throw fits? Yeah. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like, they throw is... fits like little children, like babies, and they sit on the I, floor and throw things. I'm, I'm stunned at the videos that I see where uh, women, let's just say women, are coughing intentionally in people's faces. Are you yeah. saying women who might be named Karen? Might be named, let's call them Karen. And what surprises Best me thing is ever. videos that I see like that that don't end with her getting punched in the face. Well, like, she's I'm, not like right how, does, how do you do that and you walk away? Like, I think if a few of them walked away, I've seen some fights now. Yeah, I've seen, there's been a yeah. few fights, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's no really. It's, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not the violent type. I'm, I'm, I'm really not. But it's like I just, ooh, this level of stupid is fatal. Literally. So when you did to go back to your, uh, your cage fight, was this an actual fight? Fight? Like, did you win? Like, did you knock someone out? Did you, did it win by decision? How'd that go? Yeah. Well, he wanted me to do it, and I was like, yeah, no. Dude, oh, you I, didn't I, do it. Okay, I, let's. I, 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 I do not judge. That's amazing. No, I'd gotten as far as my black belt, and then. Wow. Yeah, and then I had done one fight as a brown belt, and I was like, you know what, this is enough. I just, I, I can't, because I was fighting yeah. somebody, and that's what got me. Actually, got, got what got me to my black belt. I was fighting a, a girl who was shorter than me, but she took more chances than I did. You know, I'm looking at her size, and I'm trying to, and this chick just kept, she kept kicking me with a roundhouse, and she kept kicking the same spot. Ah, yeah, yeah. Right here. And when, when mm -hmm. those first two kicks came in, I just, I just couldn't recover. And it taught me, I'm like, okay, I have to be much more aggressive and I have to go and I can't judge by size. And my mm -hmm. sensei was insane when he said, okay, I want you to go for your black belt. He stopped pairing me with women and he paired me with men. Mm. And it was rough. It, and the, I mean, they weren't like full out trying to hurt me, but I had to get a lot faster and a lot quicker. It was my only way to beat you is to sneak you, you know? So I, I, <laughs> wow, yeah. wow, you weren't kidding around. No, no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Like my, my first, on that level, he's like, you gotta learn how to take a punch. And I'm like, I'm like, okay. I mean, I was so into, I was so into not realizing this dude's crazy. So I'm, I'm taking punches to the face. I mean, I had my headgear on and finally he was like, cause I'll be like, it was like the matrix. And we'd be like, Ugh, okay. I can agree with that. Cause I, 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 um, I trained, I, I trained uh, Jeet Kune Do, but I, but my, well, I used to wrestle you my in front of Boston. And I, I, yeah, I always consider you the first man to... on the boards. Cause you'd be like the easiest to beat before I move up to Greer. Yeah. But no, like, no, I'm just never say that again. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But yeah, I was, I was into Jeet Kune Do and, um, 
and so for me is it was the same thing when I would go and I did a lot of boxing. So I did a lot of time over at like Gleason's gym and, but I trained with all guys. So I never, yeah. I think the first time I fought a female was, um, I was Uptown Comedy Club. They were also doing like a, a martial arts thing up there. I remember that. That yeah. was before I was hardcore training. And then they, yeah, and then they, and, and, but it was weird because it was a point system and the guy that trained me never, he didn't believe in tournaments. He didn't go by belts. He was like a Vietnam combat vet that studied under like, under Bruce Lee and Dan and Santos. He was like, we eat belts for breakfast. So like, it was funny because I could do it, I do a in the tournament and Pam who's usually on here, she was actually there for the fight. And it was like, I could hit somebody like three times, but they're like, well, we couldn't see it. So I'm like, okay, I gotta slow my hand down. So you're gonna give me the point. Like I gotta slow down and accentuate. The key is I should be able to infight. So for me, like, and it, I think it really helped me though, a lot in my confidence with comedy because oh, yeah. um, boxing, I find like, I find so much, especially, you know, when I was doing like Uptown Comedy Club rooms and like Def Jam comedy, stuff like that. Cause people would boo me when they'd see me. So it became knowing what, know what you're gonna walk into. And mm -hmm. it, it's very much about timing. Cause even now, if I go over, cause I go over to, um, what's his name? Who trains uh, Pacquiao, um, Freddie Roach's gym. Yeah, yeah. So I, I go over to uh, Freddie Roach's gym. Well, all the reason to come to LA now. Yo, no, that. he's the coolest. He's the coolest <laughs> oh, guy. I'm coming to LA. Now I'm making you me miss it. You got to, Mo. You got to get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I'm coming now. Now I'm making now. me miss it. So right, you I, just I said Freddie Roach. You yeah, said yeah. that? Bro, I'm so, out there. So we go out. It would make me want to. So it's funny because I go back in and and to get my, because I quit comedy for so many years. But when I went back in and hit like work with a double end bag or something, and I'm working with all of a sudden you get out of your head, then I roll into the comedy clubs and it was like kablam because it's your timing, it's precision, it's not being, not being afraid to move where you have to move to deliver that as opposed to where I was feeling a little draggy before when I wasn't, mm -hmm. when I wasn't training. But I mean, mm -hmm. for me, it was, I mean, it, it gave me so much of my courage and, and confidence. But I remember too, once you train like that, and I remember going into working, just coming out here to new boxing gyms and guys were like, oh, come on in, come in. Like, I'll, I'll pity power with you. Don't worry, I'm not gonna hit you. And when I would train with these guys, they were really good at not hitting me, but sometimes I'd accidentally walk into a kick without, a head, without any headgear, a kick right in the face. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm real Sicilian. Nothing hits me. Go ahead. Like, I, I get crazy. Like, but the thing is, is <laughs> and then the, then the sister would come out and be like, oh, you think you're going to hurt me? Because my, my mother could stick and move in, 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 in heels. Um, <laughs> she, was, she, was, she was fly. And people didn't know. But that was funny. Like, my mother was the bougiest of the bougiest of the bougie. But something would go down and my father would be like, oh, oh, don't tell such and such whose daughter you are. I was like, why? He's like, oh, because... He was, uh, your mother was going to work with this comedian and he went to the house. So he was going to take her on tour and your mother called me and she said, come get him out of here. And he's like, I came running in the house. She had him pinned against her refrigerator. She's clocking the dude. So like, <laughs> so like I cover women who aren't scared. They're not. Right. Scared. Right. Yeah. So, my mom had no training and would hurt you. I mean, yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. My, my father used to run from my mother and he's a Sicilian. So he'd go yeah. be like, I'm not afraid of you. My mother was five one. So even when I um, go to the boxing gym down here and these guys were like, oh, well, pity pack. But my trainer taught me, how do you cut out, how do you fight differently? Because you're a woman and you have to now fight a man. 
So right. cut right. off the ring, cut in here, look, inside, stay inside. Right. And right. This, this guy started finding, this last get guy, he started, down. started hitting me. Get him down, get him down, he, get him down early. Yeah, because he wanted me, because he was, he's punching me to get me off of him. And he forgot he wasn't supposed to punch me because I'm, because I'm now cutting in and out. So like, you know, and as a female, it's an interesting thing, but I think it's, it's just, it's great. Um, it's great for your confidence. It was, it I was think. great. I was, I think I was already confident. We, it, it, you have to focus. You, your mind can't wander when you're training because that's how you get hurt. You do have to stay focused. You mm -hmm. have to stay focused. That, that's, the, that's the point of it. Yeah. And so I would like, there were days I truly did not want to train. I mean, you know, you know how to, but I would go in and I would always feel better because I have to be here. I got to be right here doing whatever we're doing. And so it was, it was a wonderful experience. I just, I got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm really tired of, I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of rolling around on the ground. I'm a grown ass woman. It's a, it's a present sport. Hey guys, we have five minutes. Okay. Five minutes. So thank you. Five. Yes. What happens in five minutes? Well, we uh, we have to uh, close out a lovely show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I, I'm sorry yeah. I didn't get here sooner because I'm really, really enjoying this conversation. I wanted to ask you how you find the Zoom shows. We didn't even get into that, like, because you're doing. Oh, I love you're doing, it. I love you do, it. Do you find it has value? Like, I haven't yes. done any of that. Really? I do. Okay. Great. Um, only because this is where we need. This is where what it is now. And this is a skill, this is a muscle that needs to be developed just like anything else. Um, I, cool. It also depends on how the show is run. If you get to see their faces and hear their laughter and have, you have a tech, dedicated tech person to mute it if it gets crazy. If you have a really good MC, you should need a good MC. The same way you explain what happens in a comedy club, you need somebody to explain what happens in a Zoom show. Hey, everybody, if your dog's barking, mute yourself. You know, so right, right. simple yeah. things and just do them for practice. And you do your weekly shows with John Fugelson too, right? Um, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm on every Tuesday where we try to make some sense out of the news and make fun of it. And 45 <laughs> makes it so easy. That's yeah, great. So do you, think it'll do you think material you're doing in Zoom, or like, I don't know what we're calling it Zoom, whatever, whatever video come, you know, Google Meets, whatever, do you think it's going to translate to the stage or different muscle, completely different material, everything? I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. I think we okay. have a total of all of our skills and we bring all of that to bear. You know, well, when yeah, that's a good point. Fascinating, cool. When are your next show? I'd love to come see your next show. What, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I just got an email actually. My, I have a show tomorrow called OK Zoomer. Like, <laughs> I just got the link. It's, and it's by Coastal. It's 6.30 your time, 9.30 my time. And okay. I just put the, uh, the links up on my website, which is very funny lady. Very fun lady. Cool. Drunk, they can't spell Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can spell Dick's joke too and get your book. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Which is available on Amazon because I'm not leaving any money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Leanne, for coming in tonight. Uh, we, oh, we you guys, listen, thank you so much. Y'all, I ain't got nobody here to talk to but the cat. So this, this made my night. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anything you want to uh, chime in? This Heather and, and Felicia have been have been uh, politely uh, quiet. Is there yes, anything? very quiet, very quiet. Yes. And, and, and I'm I'm trying not to be creeped out by the guys in the background of Heather's video. They're creepy. I know they yeah. are creepy. And Felicia, like she's about to get married. She's just waiting on her groom. <laughs> all the white in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my yeah. god! <laughs> no, no, it's beautiful. You got your Afro puffs and the outfit on. I'm like, where the, where the groom 
unicorn. I'm still feeling a little vulnerable that I let him out last week. Um, yeah, we saw him. We saw him. We met him. Boundary, even though I really wanted to see your bear, funny lady. I really wanted to see the bear. So maybe I'll DM you one day. And that's my real inside game. Like maybe if I do this again and I'm comfortable now that I know y'all a little bit better. <laughs> Say no. I'm still recovering. Say no. Me, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, it's okay. It's good now. Having a good time. Love you guys always. It's just a pleasure to talk real talk. Yeah, you too. Heather, Heather, yeah. I just something to add. You know, Heather was uh, Heather. It's funny because we were talking. Heather's a tap dancer, and so she's been working on this really crazy. Well, uh, it's, it's it's like a it's a Latin jazz, right? Is it Cuban? Is it? It's an Afro-Cuban, yeah. Uh, number by Roy Hargrove. Wow. It's, oh, Roy Hargrove. Wow, I love Roy. Hargrove. Yeah. Yeah, He's it's great. Yeah, so it's funny. It's Watch like going to the gym every day. It's like the same thing. You're yeah. going in, in, and just re, just every day getting in and, and working your chops. And that's what I like about the Zoom thing, because it does work our verbal chops. But you know, it's the same thing with and, and, you know anything you wanna you wanna add, Heather, or chime in and. No, I'm just glad that that uh, I showed up tonight after <laughs> the day I had. This was really great. <laughs> so yeah, what, it was really. What day is it? Where are we at? What it's what Thursday. <laughs> yes yeah exactly yes. we did that too today we just we, right when you right before you uh came on we were like what's today who's what yeah oh i get mixed up I'm, i can't remember the days sometimes i'm very yeah. i'm very challenged yeah. day challenged yeah, yeah. I, I, absolutely yeah. I, I like doing this say. Yeah. i like doing this because i actually know that that this is keeping my schedule like between Misabi and Heather like they're um, going this is this is this is the time this is the place because i wouldn't be um like I get that. that on Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays is Fugal Sang, you know, on Sirius XM. So I know I have that. And then Saturday morning, I co-host a show called Sci-Fi Saturday, where we just oh. nerd out about sci-fi, mostly Ooh, Star Trek. That's so mostly cool. Star Trek. Yeah, it's that's live so on YouTube. I mean, we do everything. I mean, we've had people come on and, you know, from the Star Wars universe or uh, people who talk philosophy and science fiction. Um, you know, we've got some Battlestar Galactica people. I'm basically anything you can talk about. I'm a rock with it because, again, I'm single. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I nerd hard. Maybe I can lend you my backdrop. And then what is your backdrop? You get married. So you yeah. said you said I look like oh, I was getting right, married. Right, right. Yeah. So for my Zoom marriage. Yeah, you can. Maybe I can just like you know slide you my backdrop and and I can skate out of that fantasy real quick. But I want to know what's your tag again? Where can I find you again? Because I my website is veryfunnylady.com and like if you search that or my name, I will you that will pull me up on Instagram and Twitter, um, and YouTube. My handle is Leanne Lord Comedy, and I've been posting. I've fun, I I didn't take my YouTube channel seriously. I was like, oh, this is a fat. <laughs> but now I post every day, and I just had a show debut tonight. Not debut second episode tonight called hanging in there hanging um, in there oh, that's real because that every time i ask somebody how they're doing they go hanging in there and so yeah so it was short but we talked about the what i call the covidiacy uh and the words that have been introduced to our lexicon uh thanks uh, because of the pandemic so mm. covidiacy i like that COVID-a-see. yeah last week COVID-a-see. COVID-a-see. i talked about which is um, everybody thinks it's Candace Owens when she was talking about black people leaving the Democratic Party, but the, the secondary meaning on uh, Urban Dictionary is black people deciding to actually leave the United States. That's before our passports became worthless. So yeah, that's not an option now, but I will <laughs> Reminds me of the day of absence, yes. Do, do you notice that if Heather's, yeah, if the guys in Heather's background moved to Felicia's, it really would look like a wedding? There we go. <laughs> oh yes. my God. We- 
Wow, two legendary best men. Hester, if those guys moved, you would be out of there. I know you'd be running. That's that's like the Chucky yes. Fox's goal. Like, like, yeah, yeah. They come to on, life. On Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's uh, All right, any closing words, guys? Mike, any closing words? Any, any inspirations? Or we all... Oh, inspirations. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, th I think these, I always say these conversations are a little bright light, so I appreciate that. Um, okay. I don't know. I want to be positive. I totally know where you're coming from, Leanne, but I'm trying to be positive so I don't kill myself. That didn't sound positive at all. That didn't sound, that sounded the opposite. And, I tried and to yet, bring it up and I brought it down. And yet there's a part of my brain that's like, yeah, that's real. Is he single? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> talk right there. Yeah, I didn't kill myself. Me! <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, folks. My low is no. <laughs> Mo, you're gonna go through. You're gonna go through your. Um, go through your. Uh, who's got something positive to say? Uh, yeah, we can do that. Um, okay. I mean, who has something positive to say? I, I don't want to force anybody to us uh, speak. I could. I'll say this. I as, as today was going, I was trying to mix like a, a bunch of cocktails to be able to have because we're at the club now and there's no cocktails. So I figured so like you have some cocktails on you. No, what happened was. Mm -hmm. Because today was so crazy, rushing out, I, I put on the mask and left everything I needed. Thank God I have the computer because every time I put the mask on, I feel like, especially in California, once you do mask, sunglasses, and then if you're doing mask, sunglasses, hat, or a visor, then forget it. Then you're like this, and then I, and then I can't be, so there's, a, there's a, 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 a glass waiting and melting um, that was supposed to be our cocktails. But um, Heather and I think we might have finally found a, a semi-Indian place because we miss Indian food you can get back in New York. So walking out of here the other day, we rode past Indian place that might be, um, might be the spot that can possibly be the Indian joint. So You mean like a good Indian restaurant? I, I got one for you. Oh, you do? I think really? it's legit. I think it's legit. It's not even far from where you guys live. Uh, we, we can talk off. We can talk offline. Well, that sounds fantastic. Okay, so I'm, I, aside from that, I'm just really grateful because the Laugh Factory is um, letting us do this podcast out of here. That's great. And yeah, I mean, I'm just, it, it's, like, it's like my little happy place. In fact, I was feeling like gloomy. It's like everything, I did everything wrong today. Nothing is working today. And I was like, but we're at the Laugh Factory. I will, I will see your, you did everything wrong today and, and raise you. I did everything wrong in my entire life. It's been <laughs> oh my God, Leanne. Worth nothing. <laughs> I gotta tell you guys, I gotta tell you guys, I gotta tell you guys something positive, which is this. Nobody changes because everything's going well. Like nobody's like, I've challenged myself in every way and I'm at the pinnacle of my life. So I'm going to do something really challenging so I can go through a bunch of changes. Nobody does that. I was telling my friend, You're today, right. I was like, nobody does that. so yeah. if the universe like squeezes you upside down into all this like Armageddon, post-apocalyptic racial tension uh, uh, with COVIDosity, is that right? COVID-19. COVID-19. You know, then you kind of have to find your new lane, but nobody ever says, okay, everything's going all right. Let me just do something really stressful so I can Absolutely. become a better person. <laughs> you know, yeah, that. it's true. Change comes from pain, it's right? True. That's whether you like it or not. Change comes I mean, from pain. That's yeah, that's true. It does. They say that the change, you get to know yourself better. I don't want to know that change. <laughs> okay. You don't want to know them. You don't want to know you too well. You're worried no. what you're gonna find. No, I want a, a, a passing acquaintance with myself. I don't need to right. be all that deep. Uh, a polite hello and then a, move a on. A polite hello as I pass myself. <laughs> the but 
I, I yeah. something very short, very, I don't know if it's very positive, but it's positive-ish. Um, okay. I, like, I tell everybody to please keep this in mind. It's our first pandemic. Cut yourself some stuff. It is our first. It is our first. My pandemic. second pandemic, I'm going to do a lot better. First pandemic. It's our first pandemic. <laughs> Agreed. I, I think that, All I right, think, folks. I think we got everybody. everybody. Did we get oh, everybody? No, Heather, what you got? I think say? we're good. We no, got Heather, everybody. Heather, you got to say something. Heather, Heather, say something. The pressure tonight. Of, uh, no, I'm just glad that, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Heather, <laughs> if you were to write, if Heather, if you were to write the perfect quote for, the, uh, for a book about humanity, what would that quote say? I'm kidding. I'm just trying to put you on the hook for, for something very challenging. <laughs> that was me. That was Really Let me sing here for the next like 20 minutes. Uh, I know. I'm just, I She's going to come up with one. She's no, coming that, up with one. That's going to be my hard. journal prompt tonight. That's a you know? deep, that's a deep, uh, I think she can do it. No, I was just trying Very to put you on the question. spot, you know, and I didn't mean to. Yeah. I'm sorry. You got to well, answer I, that question with some bourbon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's a, what that's, I need. That's a, yeah. Tomorrow okay. is a new day. That's my. Masavi was trying to say goodnight for 15 minutes. Said, you uh -huh. you <laughs> no, Masavi is good. We told him to keep the clock on. But I think this is it. I mean, the fact is, is that during this, like, this last few months, I think so much has been opening up. And I feel like the bar, the bar that we have for ourselves, and I think everybody on this group is the bar for ourselves is super high. And when you set a real high bar, it's a process. And so I feel like on 14 fronts that are just opening up, there's like, and in like stuff that we're working on, it's like, it's a process, but you got to show up just like when you show up to the gym and you go, I don't feel like training today, but you got to just show up. And that's how I feel mm -hmm. like today with all the business mm -hmm. stuff I was talking to Mike about today, it was just like, mm -hmm. I'm like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> I'm, I'm a classic long-term recovering workaholic control freak perfectionist. <laughs> that's, that's my MO right there. Mm -hmm. And that's been changing over the last few years because I you know, became a caregiver for my parents and that sucked up a lot of time and energy. But this pandemic, it's kind of given me the freedom to acknowledge my humanity, mm. which means mm -hmm. I'm not going to mm. get it all done. I'm not going to yeah. get it all done today. And sometimes mm -hmm. I need to curl up on my couch and just chill. Right. Just yeah. let and go that, a little bit. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yep. Yep. That's right. I agree Absolutely. Absolutely. Star Trek. It's going to be Star Trek. I think I'm going to start watching Curl Star up on your couch. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's, well, absolutely. first I have yes. to, you know, wrestle like my space from the cat. Like, like I skipped over that part, but yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you got to sit around the cat. I have cats. You got to yeah. sit. You let them stay where they are like an island and you kind of have to curve your body around them. <laughs> they don't move. You have like, everything you need. I'm like, I gotta have everything within hand's reach because if I don't, that's going to be the moment he's going to get on my lap and it's like, okay, I guess we here now. Well, that's what the, the pandemic is going to be really hard once that's over for the pets because because like Heather's my roommate and she's got like she's got a little nine pound dog and now this dog has learned now with everybody around now stretches has like found some way to stretch her body to be like three times her length and then she's a boss so she's like ref 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 when are everybody going out are we all going to lunch I need to be out there I mean she's screaming She's screaming and she's now got an ego because everyone's home. So if like everybody's around the pet and the pet has got 24 seven attention, something is like, it's like you're going to be bullied by a, by a cat or by like a Listen, nine pound dog. Let me dog. tell you something. I went out for a walk one day and I came back a different route than I normally come. 
Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was coming this way. My cat was sitting right here in the window with the blinds parted, looking like, did I say you could leave? <laughs> <laughs> but he was sitting in the window cold watching me walk up the block, and I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I better hurry up. I didn't know I was on I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're apologizing to your cat. Uh, but like, I walked I'm so in, I'm like, sir, because that's his so name. Sorry. His name is Sir. I, I walked in, I said, sir, I am sorry. <laughs> sir, you named her, I like that. Sir so is my, a perfect well, name for I gotta tell you. I got to tell you this, Mike. My mom has been watching these uh, uh, episodes uh -huh. in Memphis. And so she says it's something about you that she wanted to squeeze. I don't know. But she What? She says. Your mom? The, yeah, she said, who is this Mike guy? I want to squeeze him. And I, and I said, Mom, it's Mike. He's one of the. And I, and I was like, Do you wear your glasses when you? She said, Yeah, I wear my glasses. Mike. <laughs> what do you? You squeeze Mike. And I, and I, <laughs> she's been telling me this lately. I just had to tell you. Well, uh, hopefully, I can give your mom a hug, man. I'm totally. Yeah. 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 I mean, is that your mom's way of saying he looked like he need a hug? Because I think. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, Leanne, is she saying I need a hug or like no, I look she just huggable? says she want. No, she just says she wants to squeeze you. I don't. Oh, that's yeah. funny. Okay. That's yeah. really. Funny. I'll take that. I'll no, take that. I, you know. Either way, I would. I'm happy to get a hug, man. Yeah, because we are, we are not in hugging days. No, we're not in we hugging not. days. We are not. But I'd make an exception for most mom, I got to say. Well, that's unusual for my mom to say anything about hugging anyone. But she... Really? <laughs> well, that's nice, man. I appreciate that. Hello, she's watching this one. Hey, Mo's mom. Yeah, she's been watching him. I've been trying to do a hug on Zoom. Yeah. There has been, there's been um, a thing. I'm telling you, this, this, this dog, because um, Heather has rescued two dogs. And this one is um, this one is a um, she's a minpin, and her name's Lola Falana. So Lola had like literally will like I don't know because I've been on the East Coast doing shows. I come back now and Lola comes in my room like we are trying to go out the house and you are dressed. She will come in my room and like her arms folded looking at me and starts barking and like cusses me out and acts like I'm like one of her geese or something. Like she has to run behind me. She's this big screaming and yelling rah, rah, rah. You, you need to she only doesn't bark if i now walk in front of her so she has to keep an eye on me like i'm the the you know the handicapped one that's going to wow. off of like the geese it's a very very right. strange she's, she's hurting you. you that's crazy she's, yeah she's yeah, she, she you're being hurting. Yeah. you're hurting yeah it's it's very yeah <laughs> this, this is like the weirdest I don't know what's going on. Everything's crazy, but the dog is going to be in for a rude awakening if we ever well, that, get out of this. Cause there was a thing on that. I know we got to go, but there was a thing on that on how animals are going to be real. Like they're getting so much attention that when we go back to normal, it's going to be stressful for them because they're just used yeah. to us. Yeah. I, I saw a great thing yeah. on this. And on one side, it was the dog going, hey, why can't we stay home all the time? And on the other side, the cat was like, okay, it's time for America to get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It's very true. True. That's a great way to end. Okay. On, on that note, this has been beautiful, folks. Thank you, awesome. Liam. Thank you. It's so thank great. You, thank yeah, you for your Leanne's time. Great. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Liam. Thank you, guys. Y'all have made mine whatever day this is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you made my night. Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. <laughs> I don't know what Sunday, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. I'm going to sign up. Right. Heather and I are going to go find a cocktail since I left the cocktails on the counter. Uh, All right, but I got my mask and I got the computer. Good night, guys. Thank you. Good night. Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.